Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? It's Go Tell Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron. Justin, come and do a podcast with me. Justin, come and do a podcast with me. Please? Can you do a podcast with me, Justin? Why not? You don't like talking to to who? To people or to... I can't hear you. I'm not recording you. Justin, you're making so much noise with the food in the kitchen. Can you please do a podcast with me? Why do I have to ask you so many times to do a podcast with me? Why are you lying? What did I lie about? Recording you? I'm not recording you. Justin, can you do a podcast with me? Justin. Hello. Can you do a podcast with me? And this happened. Now on to this episode. Hello, my wonderful people who listen to my podcast. It's me, Lisa Waldron. Welcome back. It is episode two in season 15, guys. And I want to talk about um, a subject, um, you know, just simple things for people to think about. I, I heard some people on the radio talking about it a couple of months ago. And I was like, okay, that's a good talking point. But I'm just going to make my own list, you know. And, you know, everything that I share with you guys is stuff that, um, you know, happened in my home. Stuff that, you know, I look back at. This is just 10 items that I pick for you guys. Um, just as talking points, if you have children, small ones at home. And you need to ask yourself, are they ready to be an adult? Are they ready to be on their own? And as we as parents and guardians, have we taught them the basics? That's basically what it is. Do our kids know the basics for when they leave our house and want to be on their own? And so I compiled a list of things that I can came to the top of my head. I am sure there's plenty more out there, but a couple of them, even before I heard this um, discussion, a couple of things on the list I've already bragged about, about, you know, what I've done with my child, you know, from a young age. And um, as you become a parent or a guardian, and whether it's one child or seven or 15 or 20 or whatever the case may be, you're going to realize that you have a lot on your plate and there's a lot of stuff to do, you know, especially if you're working or have your own business or, or just helping out or whatever the case may be. And here it is that you're raising another human being and pretty much our primarily function in life is to pass down knowledge, pass down knowledge and pass down love. And and that's one of the reasons why I love doing my podcast and that I mentioned it from day one is that I want to share my knowledge and share stuff with you guys. And um, I know a lot of you have young ones out there, but you need to ask yourself the question, you know, are they really prepared 
when they leave your house? Do they even know the basics? Well, let's get started. Here are my top 10 that I can think of <laughs> that your child or whoever it is um, that's younger than you and living with you. And if they go out on their own, will they be prepared and will they be ready for the world? You know? Let's start with number one. This is no in no random order. I just have a list and I'm, I'm actually going to mix up my own list and whatever. But yeah, so think about it. Your child could be at that age where they're going off to college or they're leaving and want to live with someone or they have an opportunity with a job. Because a lot of young people now are getting opportunities at a young age. And traveling and living their lives and going to different states, going to an area where it's not their hometown, you know. And so they're going to be in a new environment, whatever the case may be, whether it's college, an opportunity with work, or whether it's for fun, sports, whatever it could be. Do your kids know the basics? Can they survive without you? Can they survive without they, they having to call without them having to call you and say, help, I don't know how to do this, or I don't know how to do this, and I don't know how to do this, can you help me? Or or maybe they just don't say anything, and you're looking at them like, how can you not know? And then you slap your forehead, and you're like, duh, that's because I never taught them. So yeah, guys, let's jump into the list. Number one, do your kids know how to iron? And when you hear my list, you're going to say, oh, Lisa, those are so basic. But come on, guys. Come on. Half the kids out there, half the people out there don't even know how to iron. How do I know? I can tell by looking at their clothes. I can tell when they walk in front of me, when I see them, wherever. They just, you know, take out their clothes (laughs) and put it on their body and don't iron. It's like... What's the sense of ironing? I work behind a counter. I work behind a desk or sit at the desk or whatever the case may be. Who's really going to see me? Who is really going to see you? Okay, so I'll tell you something. There is a YouTuber that I followed many, many years ago. I still follow her. And uh, she's in New York. And um, this was before I became a YouTuber. And um, this was many moons ago. So I'm one of the OG subscribers on her channel, right? And she is a renowned um, a violinist um, person, player. And that's her passion. It's what she loved. But here's the thing. When you're playing for the orchestra, everyone has to wear black. And by watching her channel, she actually taught me from a young age, you know, younger from what I am right now, that, you know, I would say I'm not the best dresser when it comes to work. Maybe when I was younger, maybe I had that attitude also of just put on anything, especially when I worked um, a night shift. I was like, who's really going to see me? People saw me, but it was like, oh, I didn't put any pride and effort into what I was wearing and dressing up until later on in life. And I would just dress casual, you know. Sometimes my clothes would have tears in here, there, or whatever, and people would laugh at me or whatever. And looking back at it, I'm, I, it didn't really affect me. It's just a memory. But it's like, okay. And I even remember my friend said to me one time when she was watching my son, um, she's like, you're wearing that to work? Is that what you're wearing to work? <laughs> 
when I when I think now at where I am right now in my life, I'm like, yeah, that's what I wore to work. <laughs> Does it really matter? Did the world stop because I wore that to work? And guys, what it was, what it was actually a new outfit. And it was some kind of checkered thing or whatever. Like I said, I was working a late shift um, back in the day. Way back in the days. Yeah. <laughs> but anywho, so by watching... Um, this YouTuber, um, pretty much she taught me the lesson of, it doesn't matter if I have to wear black every single day. Homegirl dressed up her black. You hear me? It's the accessories. It's everything that she wore with the black. You know, um, they can wear whatever. I think they had to wear black shoes also, but it's the accessories. Homegirl went into that, um, orchestra with all of those rich people and everything playing every single night she eventually went on to be on tv and traveled and whatever uh she's now in her second marriage and stuff but the point is that hey it doesn't have to be black and boring she ironed her clothes she dressed well no one is going to see the orchestra people down there when you go to the opera or whatever and those shows no one sees them because they sit down below if you ever been to the opera i have because i love the opera and um you know they sit down there and they play the wonderful music because they're all dressed in black and when i was in college um side note here um i was about to graduate college right and then they came surprise you didn't do an elective so I had to stay one extra sem. I had a choice. I had a choice to either do summer school or stay one extra semester just for one friggin' class. And I was like, are you kidding me? I followed everything to the T of what classes I should be taking. And now you come up with an elective, in case you guys don't know, if you haven't been to college yet. Sometimes the college wants you to take the courses that you have for your major, Right or even your sub-major, or what have you. But there are these electives, like they want you to be culturally um, knowledgeable. So whether it's a Bible class, a theater class, or something, something that is socially um, not your normal thing to do, whether it's painting or whatever, or something. So I ended up taking a, a theater class, where I, they were doing a show and I was working behind the scenes. I wasn't actually in a role. Pity they didn't know who I am now. I'm Goten Lisa. <laughs> Pity they didn't know. They, they would have probably, my head probably would have swollen back then if I had been on the stage. But my primary goal was just to get that credit. And my credit was just that one elective where I spent, what, six months, one semester, um, just to, and so I can graduate. So yeah, so I, I went off track guys. Sorry about that, but it's just bringing you back. But anyway, the reason why I was mentioning the college thing was because, um, I also learned before watching this YouTuber is that when you're working on a stage and production like that, all the helpers in the back of the main stars have to wear black. So therefore, in case they have to move something off the set or, quickly interchange things and help them with their lines or whatever. You don't want the audience to see, you know, the, the, the actual true stars, which are the people behind the scenes, um, helping. So we all had to wear black. So I totally get it, you know, but yeah, but 
in either event, whether it's black, black leggings, black shorts, whatever, iron your clothes. Do your kids know how to iron your clothes? Some of them don't even know what an iron is. Uh, am I being too forward and rude to say that? But some have never ironed. I taught my son at a young age how to iron. Yeah, his um grandpa Trevor taught him how to iron as well. Um, grandparents taught him how to how to iron. So yeah. The next one is my top one that I love to brag about. I taught my son around eight, seven, eight, I want to say eight years old, how to do his own laundry. Yes, sir, Bob, how to do his own laundry to the point that I was talking to some moms at the corporate job that I worked for, wink, wink, and um, they couldn't believe it until until they had their own kids and they started um, teaching them at a young age. What is so hard in teaching your kids, you wear your clothes, you put it in a hamper. When it's time to wash it, we're going to separate it and we're going to put it in the machine. We're going to add some soap and some softener and close the machine and wait till it's finished and then put it in the dryer. One, two, three. They're so lucky that they're, that they're not in Jamaica back in the day when we there wasn't any washing machine and everything had to be hand washed. And, and it's not even so much in Jamaica. Even um, Barbara Walters, who is a top um, interviewer, host woman, she mentioned that even to this day, not to this day, but a couple of years ago, she's an old woman. But the point is that she would travel a lot to do, you know, interviews with the presidents and all these other important people or whatever. And she mentioned one thing that I was shocked at. Old school way, she said when she would travel... She would hand rinse her underwear and her stockings. Remember stockings, ladies? We used to wear stockings when we were younger, back in the day all the time. Now, don't even wear stockings anymore or knee highs. Remember knee highs? Anyway, guys, that's a whole nother subject. But anyway, um, she used to hand rinse out her underwear and her stockings and whatever and put it over the shower and the hotel in which she was staying. Because you never know, ladies, gents, you never know if you're traveling and then they lost your luggage and you have like only one outfit to wear. How how are you going to go to wherever you need to go and still smell decent? So yeah, learn how to do laundry. Yeah, I know how to do it both ways. I know how I, I still rinse out some stuff by hand. I do. And um yeah, so I, I'm I'm glad for my humble beginnings and try to pass that on to my child that, yeah, you're going to wash your clothes and learn how to wash your own clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are times to this day that I still go in back of him. I still want to help him, especially if he's home and do his laundry, which he hates, guys. He hates me doing his laundry because I don't check the pockets. And I think one time I ended up doing his laundry as a surprise. And I think his check was in there. Oh my gosh. Or some money or something like that. So yeah. So when it comes to his clothes, I kind of like check it. But when I do his laundry, it's just out of the blue. It's a surprise. Maybe he has a lot going on that day or week or whatever. But no, honey, it's not a habit. It's just a one-time thing. Or maybe, the you know, his pile is, you know mainly because he has a lot of stuff going on yeah but now 
doesn't matter if he has a lot of stuff going on. You're an adult now. You're going to have to juggle it, prioritize it, get it done. And he normally does. So, yeah, I'm very proud of that one where um, just one day I was just like poop and tired. And I was like, I have a lot on my plate and I'm stressed out from this corporate job and everything and and this traffic and everything. I remember it because we had moved to Atlanta. We were in an apartment and um, and I was like, here, I'm going to teach you how to do it. And he did it. He didn't seem to have a big, you know, lot of talk about it. I think he wanted to know how to do it anyway. It felt, it made him feel empowered to do something on his own that belonged to him. So that was a good thing. Here is another interesting one, guys, that I think you'll find interesting. I didn't do this one until, I want to say, was it last year? It couldn't have been last year or the year. I want to say it was recent. My son is now 23. He'll be 24 in a couple of months, God's willing. So he's 23 years old right now in um, 2021, right? And I want to say I taught him, um, I want to say in 2019 or 18. So it was recent in the last couple of years. And I could have done this one earlier, but it wasn't until one day, I don't know if I was, I can't remember what the circumstances were. I don't know if my, my leg was hurting me. Um, cause I did end up having surgery on my leg. I don't know what the case may be or if I was tired. And I said, I know I keep saying I'm tired. Oh my gosh. But I know it had something to do where I was like, no, you're going to do this. And, um, he didn't even know how to do anything. And I, and I said to myself, you know, actually leading up to that, I said to myself, drive into the gas station Oh, I don't feel like getting out right now, whether it was raining, cold or whatever. I just wasn't in the mood to pump gas and take out the gas and he was in the car. So I know I must have been picking him up or dropping him somewhere and I wanted him to help and contribute. And, you know, and being a soccer mom and, um, you know, driving him all over town and everything, I felt in that moment that, hey, can you help out? by pumping the gas because I didn't feel like doing it at all, but we needed gas. So what happened was that I asked him to get the gas. He came out the car. Um, He didn't know how to open it. And I said to myself, you know, he doesn't know anything because duh, 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 I never taught him. I never showed him. As much times as he is in the car with me, when I'm driving, he eventually falls asleep or he's on his phone or he's listening to music and he never pays attention to what I'm doing. Never. I mean, which kid would? I mean, come on. Would they see me lean to the side and secretly open the the gas tank? Would they know? Would he see me? I, I guess he saw me. The dogs and him and whoever else is in the car with me would always see me go to the gas station. They would see me come out the car. They would see me holding the thing and pumping or putting gas in. But I never explained it all. 
even down to the part of inserting your bank card, um, what to press because it's very important here in the United States with the gas tanks that you don't select diesel. I think I did one time by error based on how that particular gas station had it and it wasn't a normal setup. So let me explain to you. When you go to the gas station here, it has, um, it will have like four pumps on one machine and one of them is singled out, which is the diesel. Diesel are mostly for the motorcycles and the trucks and all that kind of stuff as far as what they told me many many moons ago but yeah guys I had to teach him in that moment he felt a little bit embarrassed I was getting a little bit frustrated because I was like come on you don't common sense here because some of the things I didn't want to tell him and I wanted him to figure it out but I but use me as a cushion in case that you needed help so here you are in front of a gas a gas tank, gas station at a gas tank, a gas tank in front of a gas station at a gas station, and you've never pumped before. A lot of it, a lot of it has to do with common sense. Okay, you didn't know. I was waiting for him to like look, but I think he wasn't in the mood to be using his common sense and brain at that moment. He wanted me to tell him and show him. Um, so eventually I did and he knew how to do it now. Um, but yeah, but you know, now that, now that I'm talking to you guys, I'm not sure if I told him what to do in the event if the gas spilled, because there are, there are a couple of times that has happened to me where the pump would not shut off when you click it or whatever. And then there's gas oozing out. You're supposed to notify the attendant or if there's a little bit of drip or whatever. Um, and I think one time it was losing out so much. I did tell the attendant and they had to come and do something because that's very dangerous if that happens. And if a little bit spills on your tire or outside, you know, use some water or dirt or whatever and get it off. Yeah. So, so, so far, guys, do your kids know how to iron? Do they know how to do their own laundry? And do they know how to put gas in the car? The next one should be an easy peasy, but I don't know. A lot of people have helpers or maids or cleaning people nowadays that come to their home and clean for them. But the next one is, do they know how to clean their room or the house or wash dishes? Wash dishes can actually be a separate one, but I just grouped them all together. But does your child know how to do any of these functions? Do they know how to clean their own room, make a bed, vacuum, use the duster to dust off the fan or the headboards or the windows? Or do they know how to clean at all? Even if they have a helper or a maid or somebody that comes in, do they watch them? Do it? Like, I don't know. Do they even know how to do dishes? Or do they just eat out of paper plates? Or do they just eat from the dish and just put it in the um dishwasher? A lot of people do that. Just put in the dishwasher and one, two, three, bye. But do they actually know how to do the basics? Hmm. That leads me to the next one. Do they even know how to cook? Does your child know how to cook? 
does your young adult know how to cook? I know that there's a lot of families now that are incorporating the cooking with their child as far as, um, you know, whether for their videos or, you know, for a photo shoot or whatever, they're, they're incorporating, oh, let's bake cookies together or let's make a dish together with the kids. Guys, I'll tell you a little story. We all knew how to cook <laughs> to the point that we used to start dinners for my mother uh, before she got home. She would have a start. But guys, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share a little story with you, a little insight into Lisa, which is me, greedy Lisa. And and the, the one memory that comes to my mind is that back in the day when I ate meat, I love curry goat, love curry goat, love curry goat. But the one thing with me, and I love to cook. I think we all love to cook in our family, in my family. We all love to cook because we all love to eat. But the one thing I was a little bit intimidated by was the pressure cooker. So one day after school, um, I was supposed to start the, the meat and the curry goat. And normally it takes a long time to cook down the curry goat. It takes a few hours or so. And, um, but I wanted to put it in the pressure cooker so I can hurry up and cook it so I can be one of the first people to eat it or sneak some before we all had dinner at dinner time. Well, guess what happened, guys? Guess what you think happened? You're listening to Go to Lisa podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you can find a new episode each week by typing in go, the number 10, Followed by L-I-S-A. Go to Lisa Podcast is one word. Go to Lisa is one word. Go to Lisa Podcast can be found on any podcast app like Apple, Spotify, Anchor.fm, you name it. Just type in Go to Lisa Podcast. Listen, tell a friend, share, and give a rating. So guys, what do you think happened? With the pressure cooker, there's a certain release thing for the for the pressure cooker top and air and whatever and I don't know if I kept checking it on loosening it when it was pressure time or whatever and there's all this mechanism in regards to when to open it how to open it not when it's too pressured guys long story short the pressure cooker got stuck (laughs) with the meat inside and it couldn't open up and I remember my mother saying that's what you get for being greedy. She knew that I wanted to sneak it out. She knew that I love curry goat. She knew that I wanted to hurry up and eat it and cook it before she got home. In any event, guys, that pressure cooker did never open up. And I think they ended up throwing away the whole pot with a curry goat in there. And we had to end up getting something else. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I remember that. I don't even know how old I was. I think it was under 15 or something like that. I don't know. I can see myself where I was in the kitchen and everything. I can see it right now as I'm talking to you. Yeah. So do your kids or who you're guarding or who you're watching or grandkids, do they know how to cook? So the one thing I did as a as a mother is that I also incorporated this thinking to my son that if all else fail, even if you don't know how to cook, I want you to learn how to make peanut butter and jelly. 
So let me tell you something. There's nothing wrong with peanut butter and jelly on some wheat bread. And that's what we add. We always eat, um, we always add, um, wheat bread. You know, once in a while we eat hard oat bread, Jamaican hard oat bread or something, but it's always wheat bread. Now we're more into whole grain breads, um, honey whole grains or, you know, it's whole. We don't eat the wheat bread as much, but it has, it has to be whole grains now, nowadays. Yeah. Once in a while I eat a baguette or um a good loaf of bread, you know, or if I'm buying a, a veggie sandwich, then it's on wheat bread, but at home it's always all grains. So I incorporated to my son that hey, until I actually feel comfortable with you using the stove, that's another thing. If your child is mature enough to use a stove, so I gauged it as to when I wanted to, not realizing that my mother had already started teaching him how to cook eggs at a very, very young age. So he knew how to do that. But with the peanut butter or staple food, something that he can make on his own, um, that you can find in the cupboard or the pantry on your own. And he went, that's his go-to snack nowadays. You know, that's something that he did from when he was younger until now. So in case you don't have any money or whatever the case may be, you want something that you can quickly eat and make. I think a lot of people nowadays, their go-to food is peanut butter and jelly. Some people, their go-to food are sardines. You should always have like staple foods, something where you can open up quickly, whether you're traveling or if you're stuck somewhere. You know what I noticed, guys? is that a lot of the canned foods, I thought about it the other day as I was preparing it for um, some of the homeless people um, downtown Atlanta. And I always pass them, like a bunch of them, near my son's workplace. So I have um, put together like bags and stuff of stuff from my, of my um, pantry and, and hand it out to them, right? In this one particular area. And I thought to myself, duh, I guess I'm using duh a lot in this episode. They don't have can openers if they're homeless. So what I started thinking about now is that not all people who make foods for the consumers have this concept where they have a built-in lift up opener thing. Now, if you're from the islands or if you're from Jamaica like me, we used to eat bully beef, which is corned beef. And corned beef always come with this little key on there. And God help you if you ever lose the key. Oh my goodness. The key has been lost or stuck plenty of times in that can when I was opening up. But anyway, the point is that they gave you like a self mechanism for you to open up the can by winding and winding and winding. I think it was a very, very smart concept back in the day till now. But even with the sardine cans, a lot of sardine cans don't have the flip up thing where you can easily peel it back and um open it. Or even um beans, like a can of beans, a lot of them don't have the lift up thing where you peel it back. So you have to use a can opener. But if you're like camping or if you're homeless or if you're traveling or something, 
or whatever the case may be and you don't have a can opener or anything electrical, let's say that the power goes out and you don't have any things, you know, you don't have a um, manual can opener like back in the day and you have an electric one, what are you going to do? So yeah, so I had to think about that and what have you. So the next thing, oh, we only have one, two, three, four, five. I'm going to skip down a, a few of my lists. And the next one is sew. Do you kids know how to sew? I don't think anybody knows how to sew nowadays. Unless you're like living off the grid and you have your own like, um, living off the grid means that you don't do anything. You re- you're really living off the grid. What that means is that you are not on any social media you are planting and growing your own food, making your own clothes. You're nowhere where anybody can look you up and find you on the map electronically kind of thing. So a lot of people who are um, going on nature and what have you, back in the day, that's one of the things that we knew how to do was sew and put the thread through the, the needle and everything. I don't even think if they sell that anymore. I know when my son was younger, I was looking for a set of needle and thread to show him how to sew, and I couldn't find any. And I think I went to Walmart, and I think it was like hidden, hidden, hidden in some section, and I don't know. So I, it, because it was so scarce back then, I was like, let me hold on to one pack, or maybe I bought an extra one just in case, but I think that's actually going instinct is it instinct distinct yeah it's going out of style it's going away I don't know what do people do if I trust me I have holes in my socks sometimes or something people don't even sew anymore they throw it away and get a new one how nice hmm okay so next on the list is do they know how to shop I think all kids know how to shop especially when they want the latest you know, sneakers or name brand stuff or whatever. But what I'm talking about is do they know how to go grocery shopping by themselves? If they were actually in college, and I'll tell you this right now, college is a thing where some may not believe in it or they may think conspiracy or whatever the case may be, but it actually teaches them, especially when they have been home all this time, it actually teaches them to be independent and to start doing stuff as an adult. So how many of your kids or grandkids or whoever you're watching or guardians, kids or whatever, God kids, who who hasn't left the nest yet and be, been on their own, have they actually gone into the supermarket and shop on their own and do their own grocery list? Yeah. I don't think I remember when exactly my son learned how to do this, but he knows how to do it. He does it quite well right now, um, but I don't remember when. I think it's probably little by little. I started it by saying, oh, you know, I would drive to the store and I would say, oh, can you go in there? And of course, he'll be afraid or embarrassed. No, I don't want to go in there. And then, you know, you know, he eventually learned or if he wanted something bad enough and I did start this bad thing where every time I would go to the store as a and when he was younger I would always end up buying him something yeah so then to the point that he got used to oh what did you buy me whether it's something small whether it's a candy or a little toy or something 
I don't know. But yeah, I think it was little by little. And I think it's also having, um, you know, his paternal grandmother having her own restaurant and stuff. Um, you know, and him going in there, sometimes he was behind the counter. I don't know, but he learned that one real quick. <laughs> the next one is the, the, I have three more left and the three are things that, um, I had to like go over. I'm not sure about the last one. If he knows how to do that, I, I'm the last two. I'm not sure if he knows how to do that. Cause I don't think they do that now. But he done he did this one successfully, which is travel by himself. So do they know how to travel by themselves? He actually went so far as to go to Germany on his own, saved his money and everything and went to Germany. And as soon as he went to Germany, he lost his wallet. And that was a whole I think you I've mentioned that on the podcast before or on the videos. But yeah, that was a whole something. But yeah, what would you do if you're traveling? You know, do they know how to travel, whether it's by Uber or Lyft or or taking a taxi or by an airplane, bus, train? Have they traveled by themselves before? Do they know how to pay for their ticket, book a ticket, all that kind of stuff? These are good talking points. And um, it's good talking points and either for yourself or within your family to ask yourself, how old is my kid? Do they actually know how to do any of these? And they're about to go where? Yeah. And then the next one, I still don't know if he knows how to do this because I've accompanied him on it. But it it is to write a check and to open up an account. Yeah, I had to go with this because this one's a little bit tricky to, to explain. But basically, when I say open up an account, I'm talking more of a bank account. So he had bank accounts from when he was a baby. So it wasn't until when he got older, I think I had to change over one of the accounts or change something on the accounts and he had to go with me. And, um, but yeah, I don't think to this day he knows how to write a check. Um, I showed him how to write a check, what a check looks like, but I think with all the new technology and everything, they don't need to write checks anymore, I don't think. I think they can electronically, if they get a check from their from their workplace, they can electronically now scan it and send it to the bank or something like that. So I don't know if he's one. I don't think he's had enough practice to do that one. He has a checking account. I don't think he knows how to write a check because everything nowadays is paid online or paid in person or whatever the case may be. But he knows how he was taught. <laughs> and last but not least, which I think that the kids nowadays or the millennials or whatever you want to call them is, I don't know, maybe not so much to single them out, but does your kid know how to interview or do a resume? Even if they don't know how to do it or um, it's actually two parts. Do they know how to do the resume? Because the resume has to come before the interview. So the resume is a chronological list of all the jobs that you had and what your job function is so that your next potential employer can see your work history and stuff like that. 
It's recommended that if you leave your job every two months, two weeks or whatever, don't put them on the resume because then it will show a pattern that you are leaving your job like frequently. But you need a resume just to show that employer, who is this person that I want to hire? Where have they worked before? What we know and, you know, and so that leads to the interview. Do they know how to interview? I think with my son, um, he does, I did show him how to write a resume, give him copies of it, you know, have him do his own and what have you. Actually taught and showed other family members, um, you know, a bunch of us has exchanged um, resumes as far as look it over, send me a copy and what have you. Um, interviewing. I, I've done an episode on my podcast before about that I don't like interviewing and how I gave you guys some tips on some best interviewing because I got it from some people who were experts at interviewing and who felt comfortable at, at interviewing. But one of the things I've learned in the corporate world is that it doesn't matter about the interview. They have in mind who they want to hire, which is a damn shame. They have in mind um, who they want and what they're looking for. And they're just going through the motion of interviewing you. It's, it's just BS. Um, but there's actually people who care about having good workers and doing interviews to the point that they sit down. It's a sit-down talk and just get to know the person and see if they're a right fit for that position and the company in which you're trying to hire them. So my son, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how they're doing interviews nowadays, but he's been successful in getting the jobs that he wants and answering their questions. I don't know if they do it differently for the kids versus, you know, veterans like us who've been in the game for a long time. I say game because it is a game. (laughs) But I, as a um, business owner, I have to start thinking about that. I, I started thinking about it a long time ago. Like when it comes that time for me to have a full staff and to hire people, you know, how is that going to work? You know, what, you know, I already know how to interview people because I've interviewed people before. I've been on the other seat where I am the interviewee, interviewer both ways. So, um, so yeah. He knows how to do it. He's pretty much, he pretty much knows how to do everything on the list that I had today, guys. How many of, of the items of the 10 that I've listed, do your kids know how to do by themselves? And if they are doing it, are they good at it? I'm just curious. And are they ready to be on their own or venture out on their own? And you as a parent or guardian can feel comfortable that they'll be okay. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, It's been fun reminiscing with you guys and talking about, you know, what has worked in my household. Um, Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook by typing in Go10Lisa. And um, be sure to leave me a comment and let me know as well. Um, and what topics you would like me to talk about on my podcast and just do a shout out and just do hashtag podcast or, you know, and let me know if your kids are ready. (laughs) 
Okay, guys, I'm going to leave this episode and tell you guys that it's been wonderfully, wonderfully beautiful and wonderful to be talking to you guys because I'm actually taping this one late at night. And um, I don't know if you hear the tiredness in my voice, (laughs) but it's been a long day, but I just had to get this episode done for you guys. Um, But yeah, guys, it's been fun. Until next time, peace, love. Bye.